Hello, and welcome back to Listening to Nerds. Tonight we're going to be playing more Road to Pacific City. I'm John. I'm running the game. I'm also playing Elliot the Bull uh, with me tonight. Hi, my name is Chris, and tonight I am going to be resuming the role of Marcus using the playbook The Weapon. Uh, hello, my name is Harry. I'll be playing Zach, otherwise uh, using the playbook The Delinquent. Hi, I'm Joe, and I'm going to be playing Amanda Crowley, whose playbook is The Doomed. Uh, and uh, as always, I am Jonathan. Uh, I'm going to be playing the character Ankh, who uses the playbook The Transformed. All right. So last time you took a look at your options of how to uh, get the necessary documents to leave Detroit, um, decided uh, instead of working for the uh, the mob that you are going to instead participate in a technically it's legal because there are no laws street race uh, and proceeded to get a bunch of stuff to to augment uh, your ride and also Marcus's body. Mm. So after uh, a few hours of uh, work installing the uh, new engine and weapons onto the uh, onto the RV, uh, it's as ready to race as um, uh, as you uh, think it's going to be. So we don't have time to do the the bitch and paint job, unfortunately. Mm. Uh, John, am I able to make two uh, small things that? Um... Zach basically would have, like, in between his working on stuff, also been, like, uh, kind of, like, slapdashedly putting together. Mm -hmm. sure. uh, the first one is just that um, he's wired up cameras to the external, like, corners of the uh, the RV, so that that way, when he's piloting, uh, if someone's piloting the arm, uh, they can look at the TV that's in the RV in order to see, like, what's going on outside the RV. And the other thing that he's rigging up is basically just a very, like, slapped-together uh, scrap metal cow catcher to put on the front that is low enough so that if we run across, like, a spike strip or cow drops, it will, you know, push them out of the way so that we don't have to replace the wheels yet again. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, beyond that, you'll also just, you know, work on the, um, the net slash, um general launcher that he managed to scrap together out of the uh, the car park. Uh, can Amanda unleash her powers? I'm going to cast a spell on the RV. Sure. Uh, that's plus danger. Can somebody give me a team? Um, yeah, sure, actually. I'm going to say that, like, Zach is going to come over while you're doing this spell stuff, and very inquisitive be like, so, what are you, what are you working on? I'm trying to, you see, she's like drawing a chalk circle on the ground around it. I'm trying to do very precise work. And if I mess this up, it might invert the enchantment. What do you want, Zach? Well, what's the enchantment? It's just to help us stay balanced. Would, uh, does this enchantment work better if you've got like a concept in your mind of like how it manifests? Well, okay. One thing I do need to know is exact, do you know how much the, the this thing weighs? Uh, not right now, but I can figure that out. Give me a minute. And you see Zack suddenly dig through, like, a bunch of, uh, tools, and he starts putting together a very, um, basically a ramshackle way thing involving, like, a jack and some torque bars. Yeah, give me a second, uh, and I'll have that in a jiffy. And, yeah, I will spend the team to give you a plus one. All right, that is a ten. Okay, and what are you doing? Uh, I am adding an enchantment that will, uh, help us 
it it is t it is like a one-time deal, but it will help us stay uh, upright if we are to overturn at any point. Cool, cool. Ah, the anti-rollover measure. Mm -hmm. It's a, a magical roll cage, essentially. Oh, that's not what a roll cage does, but doesn't it doesn't it protect you from fucking get blown up when you roll over? It protects the person. The car itself still flips True. over. True, but it's like. It's like the car is the driver. <laughs> <laughs> that abstract roll cage. Mm -hmm. Okay, so, um, uh, so with this, uh, your the the RV is is ready, um, is ready to race. Uh, but uh, so the engine you put in is enough to bring it up to the point where it can compete with the, uh, uh, with the uh with the souped up cars. Uh, though it's not going to be, it probably won't win in any uh, in a straightaway. Mm. Right. Uh, so no drag races. Got it. Yeah, but luckily that's not what the the hoodlums do. I'm now imagining for some reason the hoodlums building like an actual one to one like Hot Wheels track. Uh, like just somehow they've managed to do that. Massive plastic. <laughs> I mean, with the oh, number no. of super scientists in the city, that might not be uh, completely <laughs> impossible. But it's got those fucking like boost pad thingies you gotta drive past. Oh man! Mm -hmm. All right, and uh, Marcus, uh, uh, you get a ping from Skynet that hmm. the uh, that the the location of the next big race is uh, has been uh, announced, and like the track layout is being distributed. When you say distributed, so everybody is gonna know the layout in advance. Yeah, you need to know. The, the thing is, you need to know where you start and where you finish, because otherwise... Oh. The, uh, you know... It's not much of a race if you go down a street and there's a left and a right turn and nobody knows which way to go. Okay, okay. So, alright. So, I'm gonna get out a... Well, actually, no. Once I have it in my... Well, in my head, basically, I'm gonna let everybody know... It seems as though they have given us a layout of the track and where we are going to be racing. And I'm going to send a PDF to all of your phones. All right. Uh, so, John, is this a, like, this is a fixed route you have to take going off course is disqualification? Or is this more of a, you have a start point and an end point. First person to go from one to the other, regardless of route, takes it all. Uh, so what it is, is there are several checkpoints throughout mm -hmm. the city. Mm -hmm. Um, technically speaking, you can go whatever route you want, uh, to get, but you have to pass through the checkpoints in order. Got it. Um, okay. So, I, um, I'm trying to figure out what I want to do. I'm fairly certain this is an assess the situation. just want to see if I've got my, because I know I have that power as well. Uh, yeah, so, um, I'm going to assess the situation. Uh, basically taking a look at this and kind of using this along with, um, I'm assuming something like Google, like Street View exists in this universe, which allows me to like kind of see the route as it would be driven, as it were. Mm -hmm. so I'm I would also like to assess the situation. Uh, okay. Are you sure you don't want to just give a, uh, use a team to just give, uh, a plus uh one to... Uh, Zach's roll? Uh, I got a 10 either way, so... Okay. Alright. Um, alright, cool. Go so, ahead. what, particularly what Zach is trying to do, is he takes the layout of the streets, 
uh, in the thing and starts running a um, uh, a Dextra. God, I, I probably am butchering this guy's name, but a Dextra algorithm to figure out what is the shortest path between all of the uh, check the points on this map. And so I'm going to say, um, so as part of my two questions from assess the situation, I'm going to say, how could we best end this quickly? Mm-hmm. Um, and what here could I use um, to give an RV an edge over the um, like other racers? Okay, so um, uh, so the, the 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 fastest the problem is is that you don't know what the road conditions are like and what the like what exactly um, the uh, what tricks they've set up effectively. Yeah, what tricks they set up, and you don't know like. Is this a corner that you can take fast? Is this a, a corner you can slow? Like, like you've never driven the, this this in the city. Uh, you haven't driven in the city enough to know all of that information, right? So it's hard to put numerical weights between you know any paths. Mm. So I guess what, I, I could have um, used uh, unleash my powers to try and like drone scan the area, but I guess it's too late for that now. So, uh, but what you can tell um, is the. Um, like if you go by like absolute shortest minimum distance, uh, you have a route that will that you think is the shortest by like just measuring out the street length. Mm. Um, the um, uh, so the the places where the the RV has an advantage over other cars uh, is that um, if you can get to a turn first, no one can pass you in that turn. Mm. Okay. So our best bet is to get off the starting line as fast as possible and then just kind of keep everyone in check while fending off whatever bullshit they try and throw at us. Yeah, but like like physically you are going to probably be the biggest vehicle in in the race because mm-hmm. you are, you know, an entire camper. Right. Okay. Um if that's the case then, all right. So going off of that, um take a plus one while acting on these answers. Okay, so what I'm going to do is now that I know the shortest possible route, um, I am going to unleash my powers. Basically, figuring out where that is, Zach is going to bust out one of his longer range drones, and he is going to basically fly that route in order to see like, okay, what are the conditions? What are things we need to be aware of? And if there's a problem, how do we manage to like get around it? Mm-hmm. Do I get my uh, plus one for acting on these answers for my assess the situation? Yep. All right. Um, that is freak two eight. All right, so that's an eight altogether. Uh, and I'm gonna say, uh, uh, sorry, Harry. Do you have the uh the move that gives you an extra? Oh yes, the extra one. Uh, the criminal mind. I'm trying to figure out because the only options for those ones is what here is useful or valuable to me. How could I best infuriate or provoke blank? Or what's the best way in way past? Yeah. Uh, I guess. Hmm, I guess one thing could be uh, like, how could I best provoke, infuriate or provoke um, the various drivers so that they like, you know, focus on trying to deal with us rather than try and win the race. Because what's the best way in slash way past is kind of if I know what the route is already. I mean, you, you can ask these questions sequentially, so. Okay. So you could say, what is the best uh, way in or path, way past um, for the route that you're taking? You could also say, 
what here is useful or valuable to me and talking about what in the track could be useful or valuable to the uh, to you during the race. Okay. Um, I can only ask one of the following questions, even on a miss. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I'll say um, what here is useful or valuable to me along the, the route of the track. Alright. Um, so one thing that um, that you uh, see is that there is a um, uh, there's a pair of parking garages that are kind of back to back on on like two sides of a block. Mm-hmm. Um, and like even with like souped up supercars, it would be pretty tough to like to bridge that gap and like basically cut through that block. But the the advantage the RV has is one, you've got that big you know plow on your front mm-hmm. to deal with any guardrails, and two, uh, you're long. So as soon as you get the front wheels onto the other garage, you could probably pull yourself all the way across. Oh, I see. Mm. We're doing it speed style. Also, uh, for the Unleash My Powers, I got a nine. So, Marcus, if you want to uh, use that team. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll do exactly that. All right. So how are you helping uh, Zach scout the track? Uh, basically, I'm going to be... Mm. Regarding the track and hitting the checkpoints, like, we have to hit the checkpoints. Do we have freedom to get from checkpoint to checkpoint however we see fit? Just to yep. double check? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to be calculating distances, but I'm also going to be going onto Skynet, listening to people talk about, oh, what do you think some of the competitors will do? Well, there is a statistical probability that, you know, they may try to take, say, you know, the overpass and, you know, listen to how other racers have done this in the past and just get an idea of all of our options. You go onto Skynet and you just start pinging people for like, hey, what are the road conditions in this area like? And they just start telling you. Exactly. And so that'll bring me up to a 10. Okay. Yeah. So um, you make a few uh, additional changes to your original route based on the fact that there are some corners that are just going to be too tight for the RV to make. Yeah. Would Um, they be, would, uh, so Zach thinks about this. Would they be too tight to make if I use the arm to basically swing around them? uh, They are, would be too tight because you're just too long. Okay. Fair enough. It's a too sharp of a corner. Hmm. It's not that you can't corner that. You might be able to corner that. It's that you could, you would physically be striking two buildings. Ah, yes. The problem with the street racing is that when you go off the track, there tends to be a building there. <laughs> also, I want to double check something. In the rules, uh, all of the participants who are considered to be racers in a vehicle, is any of the team disqualified if anybody was to leave a vehicle by any for any reason? Um, okay, yeah, so, uh, you check the rules, and the answer is, um, is yes. You are, uh, if you start in a vehicle, you must stay in a vehicle. Mm. Uh, apparently, uh, the rule was implemented after, um, after a, a group, um, hijacked a city bus and then proceeded to just leap onto every other car and crash them. <laughs> <laughs> I also like to imagine that there were probably a few races where, like, there were neck and neck, and then somebody just, like, hit an ejector button and launched themselves out of the car going forward, which allowed mm-hmm. them to technically get there first, but their car was not. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes, you're, 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 you also must finish in a vehicle, and uh, you do not count as a vehicle no matter how many wheels or engines are strapped to you. 
<laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, there is also a pro prohibition against anything that flies or burrows. Hmm. I love these fucking, like, yeah, these had to be patched in later notes. Okay, additionally, um, your, uh, the RV has the following trait. Huh. Carjack worthy, huh? <laughs> oh, that's not great. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, we, it, it is kind of like we painted a big target on ourselves as, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you are a luxury RV, but also covered in weapons and... Uh, with a big robot uh, arm coming out of the back. Yeah, you're 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 a little bit um, uh, conspicuous. conspicuous. Yeah. Yeah. So me and Marcus are basically like taking like a uh, like a PDF of the thing, and we're basically John Maddening over it. Like, okay, yeah. and eventually we like I bring the drone back and look at the footage, and we figure out the optimal route, as it were. Hmm. If we go under here, we should be able to carve about two seconds worth of time off of our progress. As a result, we should be able to take the lead by that point. Yeah, and if we manage to end uh, pulling that off, and we'll be ahead of the pack by a certain amount. And once mm. we pull that ahead, uh, anything behind us gets the old freeze ray treatment. There is that, yes. All right, I would say we've covered as much as we can. Uh, let's go over everything with the rest of the group and make sure that we're all on the same page. So, everyone. And, yeah, I'm gonna bring the team around, and, uh, Zach and I are gonna go over our plan for how we're gonna win this race. Also, uh, once we finish the race, it is probably in our best interest to get the money and then get the hell out of there. Something yes. tells me they're going to be pretty sore losers if they lose to an RV. Mm -hmm. Um, Zach... Did you draw the? Did you write the word "do a cool flip" on this part? She, I made a point to that one part on the map. The flip is not necessarily mandatory, but we are going to have to jump that. Yes. You do realize how much speed we will be needing to travel at in order for an entire RV to do a flip. As Look, I'm said. just saying it never hurts to be, you know, you know, like aspire to greatness and all that. Mm. Not saying we have to do it. I'm just saying, you know, if the opportunity presents itself. Well, we'll keep that in mind, but do not count on that as a sure possibility. I mean, hell, I never considered that we'd have a mech arm in our thing, but uh, Elliot managed to prove me wrong on that. So, you know, shoot for the moon mm. and all that jazz. Very well. So, are there any other preparations we need to make before this race tonight? I guess just to figure out where everyone's going to be in the RV. Uh, hey, Elliot, you don't mind driving this, uh, would you? Uh, Elliot will look at the uh, the RV and say, I don't mind driving, but are you sure I'm the best driver here? I'd like to state for the record, uh, Amanda pipes up, uh, I did see Elliot crash a car one time. Look, no, it's... no, that car crashed into me. There's a difference. You caused an accident. Look, let's not argue about this. Look, the only reason I ask is that out of all of us, if for some reason our competitors start targeting the driver, you're like the person I'd know that would most likely be able to just shrug that shit off and not have to worry about it. I mean, by that logic, Ankh should drive. Does Ankh, do you know how to drive? N no, sorry. Ankh is mm. kind of like looking at this map. He's scratching his head. You can tell he's kind of baffled by all this, but... 
<laughs> I trust these people with my life. Yeah, implicitly. I, mm -hmm. uh, out of character, I'm not going to drive. You need so a driver to make rolls. Oh, okay. I, I think it's got to be you, Harry. All right. Well, What's no, the, it, uh... it could be, it could be uh, Marcus. Marcus can yeah. drive. He's, he's the only uh, one with a license. That is... <laughs> I take a look at the rules. Do we need a license uh, in order to be able to participate as a driver? No. Hmm. All right. Uh, what's the label that is used for driving roles? That's probably a better Any. way of asking. Any? Okay. Um, there are. Uh, so basically, how it works is when you uh, come up against a uh, obstacle or dangerous patch of road, you will pick a label, and then based on the um, the label, you get different consequences. Okay, because oh so, right now, like, my only really good labels are mundane and superior. Mm. Which might be, which, like, superior is smart, capable, crafty, quick, but I'd imagine it's one of those, I'm eventually going to get too clever for my own good sort of things. Yeah, I'm Freak 2, Danger 0, Savior 2, Superior 1, Mundane 0. So. <laughs> we do, like, driver tagouts mid-race, be like, okay, get in there! Okay. Well, who would we feel would be best suited for the role of the driver? Uh, I mean, uh, Amanda looks over to Marcus. Are, is there, are there wizards or anything in this city? One moment. Uh, I ping Skynet. Uh, how's the wizard population in this city? Um, basically non-existent. Uh. Hmm. Yes, it seems as though there are very few wizards here in Detroit. I mean, that means I don't have to counter-hex anyone, at least. Um, I mean, if you want, I can drive. Um, hmm. Okay, second follow-up question. Do you know how to drive? Yeah. <laughs> Amanda says that with, like, the level of confidence that I just did. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, thinking back on it, has Amanda ever, like, taken a shift as the driver of the vehicle at any point in time? Uh, the one time everyone else got food poisoning from eating from take from eating the uh, five hot dogs for one dollar deal. <laughs> oh, but it was such a good. But they were so cheap. I, I I would like to argue that that Elliot would not have been taken out by mere f hot dogs. No, you bought. The, <laughs> yeah. you did the deal five times. This is the problem. Twenty <laughs> five okay, hot dogs. For you, it wasn't the hot dogs. It was the math. <laughs> uh. And Elliot found his limit. Yeah. <laughs> Elliot's like, look. to be 25 hot dogs. <laughs> 25 hot dogs. Yeah, even Marcus, who seems to be immune to food poisoning and stuff, like, his systems literally shut down, and he was in the back, and all that you guys heard was Marcus's voice from inside his body going, warning, 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 internal systems compromised. The equivalent of a paper jam occurred. Yeah. yeah. We just suddenly hear, like, fucking, like, 56k modem noises coming out of markets. Yep. I mean, well, like I said, my main concern is that in the event that they start targeting the driver, I'm kind of, like, you know, and he kind of, like, pokes his body a little bit, a little bit squishier than you guys. So I don't mind taking the wheel, but I'm going to need someone to make sure that nobody, you know, Works me at the first opportunity. I mean, if that's the the plan, then probably it's better for me to be mobile. Mm. In addition, point. yeah. If anything, it I... makes the most sense for you to be the driver because we can all run defense for you. Then, yeah, sounds like a plan. 
Is there anything in the rules about being able to connect to Skynet while the race is going on to be able to view the positions of the other racers? Uh, there is not, because uh, there are a number of robot drivers. Hmm. I believe that my role would be best suited as surveillance. If I was to be able to have a connection to Skynet, I would be able to maintain an idea of where the positions of the other drivers in the race are, and possibly counter any attempts that other robotic drivers may make in an attempt to hack us, in a sense. I mean, I ripped out all the Internet of Things stuff in the RV, so at the very least you don't have to worry about that, but yeah, good call. Um, out of curiosity, how is the, the arm, like, where is it controlled from? Is it controlled from the driver's seat or, like, from the passenger seat? Sorry, the, the arm? Uh, yeah, the the arm we got from uh, New America. Uh, the driver, the, the, so there's, like, uh, there's essentially a panel that opens up, but it can slide either to the driver's side or to the... Um to the passenger side. So you can have someone else operate it if you don't want to. But okay. they have to be sitting in the front to do it. Alright, well... There's no controls in the back. Alright, well, yeah. That it, also sounds little, good. it also has a little screen with a camera so you can see from the perspective of the of the arm. Okay. Alright, uh, yeah. I'll probably... I can take that over for that then. I'll have to rearrange the, uh, the other cameras so I'll be able to give you guys call-outs. Oh, speaking of! And you see, like, Zack dig through his bag... And um, he basically pulls out a bunch of headsets. Uh, figured we'd probably want to be able to stay in communication while this is going on. They don't really work beyond 30 feet of the RV, but I figure for the race, that's probably not a problem. Well, let's hope not. And uh, so, yeah, if that's the case, uh, Zach will rearrange the um, the cameras so that he can see them from the driver's seat. And uh, yeah, um, so he'll take the driver that driver position. As he puts on his best fingerless gloves. Alright then. I shall be riding in the passenger seat with you. That way, if anybody comes up on us and attempts to go at you, Zach, they shall have to get through me first. Uh, but aren't you going to be navigating? Are you going to be able to do both? I should be able to take care of both simultaneously. Focusing on navigating while uh, providing secondary fire as a... Mm, as my second got, role. Yeah, Marcus got them robo-eyes. He can do split-screen. Mm -hmm. Just one window open on Skynet, and the other one just open to his uh, optical feeds. Yeah. Um, yeah, Elliot says, I'll, uh, I guess, stand here, and then jump in the way if anything tries to come through the windshield at us. Yeah. Other thing about that, you also got these, and um, Zach is going to basically, like, uh, go up to Elliot and be like, have you shot a gun before? No. <laughs> Alright, we're gonna have to do some target practice then. And, uh, he's basically gonna teach you how to use the, um, the, the freeze ray, um, the spike driver slash ne uh, net gun, and the potato cannon that he made. Being like, alright, so this is your, like, anti-personnel slash, you know, windshield shatterer. This is your tire poker, and this is your please get away from me uh, and slip ups tool. And then there's that thing, which I don't know what it does yet, so unless we're in a real pinch, don't shoot it. That goes for all you guys as well. You know, feel free to uh, take from the arsenal, as it were. Hmm. So, wait, Elliot has a gun now? Uh, well, there's a couple, like, guns. So there's the, uh, the potato cannon that I made before, which can shoot either 
potatoes, of which there's a sack of, or like full cans of soft drinks. Um, there is the net gun that I was able to put together at the junkyard that um, he's also basically made like a bunch of metal stakes for. So it can shoot a net or it can shoot those stakes, you know, dealer's choice. And then there's the freeze ray and the mystery gun you guys got from the um, the thing. Uh, what role do we use for guns? Uh, they are treated as though they were part of your power set, so directly engage to um, to hurt someone, uh, unleash your powers to hinder them. Very nice. Okay, um, faced with this, Ankh is gonna grab the net gun. Uh, I'll be up top on the roof. That's actually a good idea. That thing kicks like a mule. You probably won't have to deal with that too much. Mm-hmm. I am happy to have last pick of the firearms, as I do have several built into myself. Uh, Amanda is just going to look at the stuff that um, uh, Zach has made. Have like You see her like look up as if she's thinking about something and says, no thanks. And then she's going to walk into the, <laughs> the back. <laughs> so uh, there, is, there, is there a door on the back of the RV like to get out the back? Like, how many entrances are there to this thing? I would imagine uh, luxury RVs usually have two. So there's one in the the middle, basically. It's either one or two. Uh, it's either, like, everybody gets in through the, uh, like, the effectively where the passenger seat is, kind of like a bus. Or it has, like, one in the middle, also like a bus. And I don't think we've established... Um, we've established that the windows can open. I don't know if we've established the number of entrances. Okay, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna say for that there's one on the side and one on the back. So okay. Amanda, Amanda's gonna sit on the one in the back, uh, which uh, will I I again we haven't designed this, but I'm gonna say that you can open the door on the back and there's a ladder that allows you to climb out of the top. Mm-hmm. So that she's gonna sit there and then she's in like she's essentially sitting in what is the equivalent of the middle because she's equidistant from Ankh and from the driver's seat, so she's mm-hmm. gonna be flexed depending on what happens. All right. And Amanda sits down uh, on the ledge and then just uh, puts her seatbelt on. And, like, puts, <laughs> like she puts a seat, her seatbelt on. She puts, like, a pillow behind her head. And then she's just sitting there with her staff in her lap and says, okay, I'm ready. And then right. we'll look at the potato cannon, look at the sack of potatoes, grab the sack of potatoes and just <laughs> take them to chuck at people. <laughs> Remember, the potatoes are at your personnel. If you want something heavier, you can use the can's energy drink. Ellie just shrugs. <laughs> Grabs the flat of energy drinks. <laughs> mm. All right. And I think uh, that's pretty much it. Um, right. uh, so, yeah, Zach is going to make sure that everyone's, like, geared up. Um, he's going to go to Sarah, thank her profusely for all of her help, because this literally couldn't have been done without her. I'm watching Zach as he does this, just seeing if, you know, well, given that I now understand that Zach has a crush, I'm watching him to see if there's, you know, any way in which he's trying to hide it. Um, like, the thanking and all that sort of stuff is fairly sincere. Um, I am gonna say that, like, once he's done with that, um, you can, like, kind of, there's this kind of, like, pause in the conversation, and Zach is kind of, like, has his hands up like he's about to sign any sign something, and then he mm. just goes, like, you know what, uh, that's fine. But again, thank you for all your help. Uh, we might have to come back here to take off the cow catcher once we're finished. I hope that isn't a problem. Uh, no problem. I'm, uh, good luck out there. Try not to get yourself killed. <sighs> Wouldn't be the first time. Uh, but yeah, thanks again. And then Zach is gonna, like, hop into the RV, get into the driver's seat, put on his gloves, and go, okay, let's go. 
<laughs> and it is time to go to the race. All right. So the uh, the the start line for the race is uh, outside of a. Uh, it looks like it was. Uh, it's a garage that's been kind of converted into a nightclub uh, down in kind of the the slums esque part of uh, Detroit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can see the uh, the front of the nightclub is painted up in the green and chrome of the uh, of the hoodlums. Um, uh, gang colors. Uh, there are about a dozen other cars of various make. Uh, you're the only ones in an RV. <laughs> Surely we are mm-hmm. the trendsetters. Surprisingly. <laughs> uh, no, you, you, the, the thing is the R- RV isn't in meta right now. Uh. <laughs> oh, we missed the RV meta. Damn. Uh, don't worry, we'll get a patch in the next update. It'll be fine. <laughs> what are the rest of these vehicles looking like? I mean, you've got some like fairly standard, like like street racer cars with the like, uh, you know, uh, underlighting and uh, hydraulics. Um, you've got a few like mad science cars um, uh, with that that kind of patched together. Uh, what if I just made this a test bed for all of my prototypes? Kind of look. <laughs> oh God, mm. no. The GitHub of that car is horrendous. Uh, it has only one GitHub page. <laughs> um, uh, you see a uh, a bunch, a, a couple like very strange, like uh, like cars that have like very weird like angles and stuff. Um, that uh, they don't quite look like they can like properly hold a driver, mm. unless the driver was lying down, maybe. All right, so we got a transformer. All right, all right, I can dig it. Well, no, remember the rule is that you you cannot oh, right. be the car. Cannot be the car. You, you see, they saw they they had to solve for that one. <laughs> <laughs> that was a patch. Yeah, look look. At one point, somebody got a whole ass new America mech and and just Optimus Prime their way through a race. <laughs> um, so, uh, but yeah, and like, uh. Like, you, you see, um, uh, like, just, just, like, everyone seems to have, like, a theory or, like, a, like, like, every car, no two cars look exactly the same because, like, it, the, the city thrives on innovation and pushing boundaries. So, they're, mm-hmm. uh, like, and when the only limits are things like no t- flying, no burrowing, uh, must stay in your car. <laughs> Yeah, this is this is full on like wacky races style car design going what is on right in, now. What does in your car mean? You must be physically like in the car at all times, in or on. You must be connected to your car. Yes, you must be connected to your car at in some way, shape, or form. See, that that opens up a lot of possibilities. Yeah, it does. For example, being on the roof. Yeah. Um. Okay. Now I'm imagining just like that, like literally that same guy who did the like forward shooting ejector seat, and to get around this rule, he just like tied a bungee cord to his car, so he's technically connected. And it would have worked if he had activated it. Like, unfortunately, he died after the bungee cord like ripped him back into the flaming wreckage of his vehicle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, but Sometimes yeah, it be like that. Sometimes <laughs> that's how it do. Uh, okay. Um. I'm going to, as we sort of, like, pull up to the starting line, 
Uh, I'm going to assess the situation again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is a... 6-3. That's a 12 altogether. So I'm going to ask, uh, what here is the biggest threat? Mm-hmm. And... Uh, what here is in the greatest danger? Alright. Uh, so wh- what here is uh, the biggest threat? Like, you look at all these wacky cards, um, but what stands out to you is... Um, there is a, um, a single car, um, it's just, like, no frills, no mad science, like, uh, it's got some spinning rims, but that's about it, but the, the, you can tell that the car has been worked on a lot. Mm. Like, like, this car has been, like, banged up, crashed, repaired, like, this is a Ship of Theseus car, um, but... The, uh, what you realize is, um, while the hoodlums themselves are not, like, they aren't mad scientists, they aren't robots, they don't necessarily have, like, super abilities to to even the odds, what they do have more than anything else is experience driving in the city. Right, so, uh, mm -hmm. this is the guy who is, like, the dude from Initial D, who has just driven the road so much that he can just drift through the entire city and, like, one non-stop chain. Yeah. No frills, no gimmicks. The biggest threat to us in a race is a very good racer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, what is in the greatest danger is uh, what it always is in these races, and that's the city itself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that tracks. Yeah, no surprise there. Mm. Right. Um, unless you are very careful to make sure that, you're colli- that you don't cause too much collateral damage that spills out to the rest of the city. Uh, you may have other people in the city not quite happy with you, especially the uh, the local semi-official law enforcement, the Watchers, are probably on lookout for people who cause excessive collateral damage to the city. Got it. Okay. There. So, get it. so we gotta keep things under wraps, otherwise they're gonna have more problems. Uh-huh. And then, uh, as part of my criminal mind, uh... Uh, ability, I'm going to ask you know what, how could I best infuriate or provoke that just very good driver? Um, hmm. You make fun of their ride. Uh, no, I think the the best way to infuriate or provoke them uh, is to uh, is to make it clear that you're going to be their problem this race. Mm. So you need to do something like immediately move to cut them off um, like get in their way like like, give them a bad time and make it known that it was us yes give initial d a bad time plus one all right so yeah uh as like we're pulling up like um basically zach is gonna like be you see zach he's kind of like looking over the other cars and then he just points over to like the very like plain looking one it's like okay that guy's trouble hmm the only reason you show up to a race looking that bland is because you don't need all the extra shit to prove to people that you're good. That's going to be a problem. Mm. It might be a good idea to get in that guy's head just to throw him off his game a little bit. How do you propose we do that? Ah, well, giant robot hand, cut him off. I could try and cut him off. Pretty much anything. Just, you know, make sure that he knows that we're going to be a problem for him. Hmm. Uh... Not exactly great at trash talk. Oh. I could like make fun if he's dressed funny. I could probably make fun of that. 
Uh, I don't think that guy's going to be put off off put by trash talk. I'm thinking more of a uh, and Zach kind of like does the like fist impacting palm thing, you know, just shake him up that way. Mm. But again, that's something we managed to actually get in front of him. Who knows? Maybe that guy just boosts off the starting line and we don't see him again. Uh, why don't we get Ark to go intimidate him? He did a pretty good job last time, Ark. Uh, you mean right now? Uh, yeah. Why Nothing not? in the rules saying we can't socialize with the other racers. Uh, hmm. Ark is considering this. Uh, while I'm in real time reading the move, basic moves sheet. <laughs> Yeah, this would probably be provoke someone. Provoke someone, huh? Mm. Yeah. All right. Well, I have uh, plus zero superior and no relevant move. So sure, why not? <laughs> Actually, if anyone, I should probably be the one doing it, giving him a bad time. So I have a plus one to that. I mean, yeah. All right. If, so if yeah. You... Uh, so as Alec is going out, it's like, whoa, 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 hold on. I think I've got a way I can get inside of his head. Okay. Yeah. I'll come with you. Yeah, sure. And so, yeah, uh, we're going to walk up to, and I'm just like saying to everybody else, like, make sure, like, you know, keep an eye on the thing. Make sure nobody else starts fucking with our stuff. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to go over to uh, this very nondescript-looking vehicle. Uh, Yeah, so you head over to this nondescript vehicle. The uh, You see a guy uh, giving it a bit of a a, a once-over. He's an older guy. you know, relatively, he looks kind of built. Um, checking it over, uh, you notice he 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 doesn't have. Um, he's not wearing any of the uh, the hoodlum gang colors. And mm. um, probably the most noticeable thing is the the uh, there's a bit of scarring on the uh, right side of his face. Huh. Well, well, old timer. It's an interesting scene of someone like you around here. This doesn't exactly seem like a uh, your usual. Uh, afternoon bridge and TV watch special that you guys get up to. So, yeah, and he says, well, I mean, I uh, gotta find some way to get the, the old ticker going. Uh, so, uh, flex my uh, engineering skills a little bit. Mm. Yeah, I noticed. You don't exactly have most of the other flashy stuff around here. Usually indicates that you're uh, pretty good, all things considered. Unfortunately, you don't really have a lot of uh, protection. And he kind of like, Zach kind of like taps on what he's like the glass of the vehicle. Yeah, you give the glass a tap and uh, to your surprise, uh, that doesn't feel like regular glass. Yeah, instead of the usual like tap tap, it's like, tunk, tunk. well then, maybe I was mistaken. <clears throat> Let's just say I, I know a thing or two about armoring things. Uh... <laughs> Damn it. Oh, this thing's going Oh, no! Yeah, I was like, oh, this thing's gonna be hell to fucking get through. Shit! Ah, <laughs> uh, goddammit, I just got it, too. The, can, can, can he have a... I guess he's never met this guy, and he's, he's not that famous, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the thing is, there's nothing to, to, to indicate who this, uh, who, who this is and that he would be a famous person. Yeah. As far as Zach's concerned, this is just a guy with... Really thick ass windows for some reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to figure out how I can provoke him. I'm trying to, I gotta get inside of his head somehow. Um, well then, maybe it's just about time that uh, somebody put it through your paces. I mean, after all, you look at all these other uh, 
dinguses, and they kind of got the problem of not exactly having enough uh, room for the oomph, if you catch my drift. Oh, and uh, which one of these is yours? I gesture to the RV. That one. one. Uh, Tried that a while ago. Everyone was building bigger and thicker. My car gives it a couple taps, slid right on by him. But hey, maybe you've got some surprises that'll keep me on my toes. Oh, well, you know, as long as you ain't too chicken to just try and slip out of it like last time. Uh, all right. Uh, that'll be the provoke. Yeah, yeah. Give me that provoke. Um. So that is gonna be with a plus one and a plus three. That is going to be an eight overall. All right. Okay, so he is going to. I always forget what the options are. Uh, they stumble and I take a plus one forward against them. They err and I gain a critical opportunity, or they overreact and I gain influence over them. Um. Hmm. All right. I think he's going to. He's going to stumble. Hmm. And he's going to say, "Look, kid." There's only one person who I've known that I'd ever be worried about racing these streets on. Luckily for me, a bastard's in jail and isn't lo- likely to get out anytime soon. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's the case. And, uh, uh, and I'll, I'll say that, like, uh, you, you've done your research. You looked into this place. Um, uh, and if you're looking for a legendary street racer who is in jail currently... There, there, there's basically one option there. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to just basically come out and say it. it's like, oh, really? You were an accomplice of Matthew Taylor Jr. Wouldn't that mean there's some sort of, I don't know, like Detroit wide bulletin out for your ass then? Let's just say uh, that when the Goodwill group sh- split up, two, there, there was one hero and one nobody and a bunch of villains. And let's just say I ain't nobody. Oh, was that an indirect Carson on Burn? <laughs> Better fucking not be. <laughs> Carson, uh, I'm just, it, fucking. Well, remember that that from his perspective, uh, Carson on like was supposed to be the 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 big hero to come and like basically lead the heroes of Detroit, and then he he disappeared. Mm-hmm. Through no fault of his own, his mom said so. Yeah, and it left. You never him bothered to tell anybody. Well, and, and but the thing is, it left him holding the bag, and yeah. like, like maybe Detroit wouldn't be in this kind of perpetual cold war between the like the hoodlums, the uh, the the Irish mob, the uh, the robots, and um, the Watchers if. Carson had been there to to like really put crime in its place and like that, that's also to be fair to Carson a lot of responsibility to put on someone who literally who's a literal teenager right yeah so. no absolutely I'm just I'm just saying mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just saying that from his perspective he might be a teensy bit bitter that he was left <laughs> holding the bag in the city <laughs> that's that's also fair yeah Ooh, well, aren't you just a crusty bunch of barnacles, huh? Got a bit of a chip on your shoulder? Let's just say I, I've had a, uh, enough with of dealing with a cocky, overconfident teen for one lifetime. <laughs> oh! Now Carson on the other side of the country is just like, oh, why does my chest hurt? Ah! Uh, what? 
I'm never going back to Detroit. Fuck that place. <laughs> Just Carson on for no reason at all in the base, goes over to the freezer, takes out an entire thing of ice cream and just begins eating it straight out with a spoon. <laughs> hey, uh, Carson on, you okay, buddy? I don't know. <laughs> uh, oh, well, then I guess I've got no choice but to just impress you myself. Mm-hmm. But yeah, see you at the race, old man. Hmm. And uh, yeah, as we're like walking away, like Zach's like, could that? No, it couldn't have been. He'd be like eighty or something, wouldn't he? Oh, doesn't really give an age. Ah, never mind. It's just an old guy with a tuned-up goddamn race car. It'll be fine. We can deal with it. And, uh, yeah, uh, we'll did he, return. Did he respond at all to Ankh? Because well, Ankh was there, too. Oh, yeah, Ankh came along as well. I, I, I think that he actually just doesn't. I think that he's, like, like Ankh's weird, but he's seen a lot of weird shit. Ooh, that's when you know a guy's serious business doesn't respond at all to the jello boy. Yeah. <laughs> and then as you like get into the the thing, like Zach is like getting into the RV and you can see that he's still kind of thinking about stuff. Like Oh god, this is going to drive me nuts. What? Okay, I can't prove it, but I'm fairly certain that old man might be the hobo avenger. The what? Uh, he was one of the superheroes, you know, back when, like, back in the, the day before Detroit became a city-state. He was a superhero that worked out with that, along with uh, Matthew Taylor Jr. before he went full-on, you know, supervillain. Oh, so he's like a big deal? I guess, but I'm surprised that nobody else is really talking about it. I mean, like, you know, looking around, it doesn't see, like, people, like, reacting to him in any way. Also, it'd be kind of weird that he's doing a street race. That's the reason why I said he might be the Hobo Avenger. He could just be some old dude that knows a lot about cars. What reason did he give you to believe that he is the Hobo Avenger? Uh, he said something about, uh, basically heavily implied that he used to, uh, roll with Matthew Taylor Jr. Mm. I mean, it's the only thing that would make sense based on what he said. So maybe, but, uh... Should we steer clear of that guy, then? I mean, if we do, it's kind of a damned if we do, damned if we don't. If we steer clear of him, there's a good chance he could just leave us in the dust. And if we get in front of him, well, then we're going to have to deal with him. Hmm. So, uh, heads up, that one might be a bit of a tougher cookie to crack than the rest of these, uh, you know, tuners. Agreed. A former superhero is by no means a small threat. Well, he, ho hopefully he hasn't run into a lot of magic. And you see, uh, uh... Amanda kind of like pick the staff up and begin like kind of rubbing her hands on the other side and you see that the top begins to like pulsate like a faint uh, uh, purple light. Mm. Alright. Well, I guess it's about time to roll up to the starting line. Alright. Hey everyone, thanks for listening. You can find us on Tumblr at listentothesenerds.tumblr.com or on Twitter at LTTNCast. All our music is sourced from Incompetech.com and is licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can email us at listen to these nerds at gmail.com. 